What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is The Uncomfortable Hello and Truth. welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We did an uncomfortable intro on the last episode. If you have not seen that one, you need to go back and watch that with Chris and Julie Inglerth. You need to see that first, tell a little bit of their story about their marriage, all the great things. And we asked them to do an acapella version of a song, and it was a little bit uncomfortable. She was shaking over here a little bit. Chris, <laughs> I feel like you rolled. He's just the coolest. With that. Yeah, you're a calm, you're a I mean, cool cucumber. Collected, man. As cool awesome. as it gets. So it's, it's a little bit less uncomfortable now because you got a little experience right. under your belt, but that went so swimmingly well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that we are going to do that again, and you Let's guys, your ears are going to be blessed. So they... This is an original. They're going to sing a snippet of called an original written mm-hmm. by Julie Englert. And Chris. Ins- and, and Chris. And our pastor. pastor Tim. Inspired by the mm-hmm. Lord. Mm-hmm. It's called Greater Than the Grave. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. guys. Take it away. Mm-hmm. Oh, hallelujah. It is finished. Death is defeated. Jesus, you're greater, you're greater. Hallelujah. It is finished. Death is defeated. Jesus, you're greater, you're greater. You heal me, you free me. I'll never be the same. Redeemer, our Savior, you're greater than the grave. Oh, man. I got chills. <laughs> Tear. <laughs> that is, oh, my goodness. That's, That's so awesome. awesome. That's so, called Greater Than the Grave. Yes, we got to record it on Saturday night with our church live in our church with the church, singing their hearts so out. So you were fired up, right? Oh, I mean, as fired up as it gets. I got to tell you, music fun. is definitely like a very prominent way the Holy Spirit speaks to me. Mm-hmm. And and I just dig it. Cool. I, I mean, I, I'm, I love it. I'm, I'm so, like, definitely one of the best podcasts already. Yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, it is top. Know, it, so fun. It, it, it's, the, it is fun. It's, it's in fun. the top two. Okay. And the other one we just did with them before is in the top two as well. So you, you guys make your assumptions there. Zach Vaught. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ryan Zach. Ryan. He's on staff at High Ridge as well with us. He's, yeah. he's a student pastor and creative pastor, but before he ever was that, he's one of the most fantastic drummers. He um, plays, he played on the live recording, but he also was so uh, pivotal in workshopping the song. Mm, so I believe it. When you when your yeah. your hair's melting off, when mm-hmm. your face is melting on the song, it's <laughs> thanks to it's thanks to Zach. Yeah. And not like that's the difference between original and doing worship music that's already been written. Stuff that's already been written, it's already there. You know what to do. You know how to make it sound awesome. Original, you have to figure that out. You have right. to take it from us yep. singing like this in a room to doing that. And so Zach, he doesn't just play it. He helped figure out how to make it That's feel cool. like we made it feel. Okay. Yep. So Zach can pretty well do anything, right? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I want to plug you guys bec- because, like you said, uh, music is such a pivotal part of our relationship with the Lord. And, and like, it's worship. I mean, it, it is how we can feel the access to the Lord's presence, get in the right mindset to to be a part of what he has going on. Mm-hmm. So um, 
you have, is that Greater Than the Grave? You have a song on Spotify right now. Is it Greater Than the Grave? No, it's called Send Me, I'll Go. Send Me, I'll Go. Okay, that is on Spotify. Y'all check that out. High High Ridge Worship. High Ridge Worship on Spotify. Y'all check that out. We have more things to come. Mm -hmm. Um, You got a new song in the works right now. Yes, for myself. Okay. So in the music world, you have an artist name. The High Ridge Worship is an artist name. Okay. And then I'm releasing music on my own Kay. as well. Did you, are you changing your name for? My, my name is Jay Dizzle. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 my name is uh, it's gonna it's Julie Catherine, which Kay. is my first Ooh, middle name. Yeah, cool. I stuff. like it. She's yes. amazing. So if you guys don't know, it costs a lot of money to produce <laughs> high quality songs. Yep. It, it it costs a lot of money to produce high quality creative artistic stuff. Period. But this. It's not cheap and it's not free. So one thing, if you guys were blessed by that and would like to donate towards her cause of creating this next new amazing song, then you can do one of two things. You can just send her some money on Venmo. It's <laughs> at Julie Eng- Englerth. That's J-U-L-I-E dot Englerth. No. Or ju- no dot. Dash. It was like Julie Dash. Julie Englerth, Dash yeah. Englerth. Last name spelled E-N-G-L-E-R-T-H. That, that would be for Julie Catherine. That'd be for Julie Catherine, yeah. and that's so. that's fine. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm just letting you know. And then, so, but you can maybe also we can put it in the link, uh, or maybe we can. Yeah, know. we'll just put it in the description. Yeah, her Venmo name. You can also, if you want to make a, a tax free donation, uh, Uncomfortable Truth is tax free. Uh, cool. We are a nonprofit, so you could just write a check to Uncomfortable Truth, and we'll just transfer that money to Julie Catherine to create the awesome. song and the experience that yeah. she wants to create. That's right. Okay, we were going to go in a different direction, but I do, I want to touch on, I love the creative process. Mm -hmm. Everybody's creative process is different. That's why it's creative. You are pretty darn creative yourself. That's what I know. It's it's one of the reasons that I love the creative process because it just resonates with me. It was one of the reasons why I loved working with you. I was shocked, shocked at how creative you were and how excited you were. I was like, so what do you want me to do? You were like, just try just go. It just and be like, creative. Okay. And it I always like shocks it me too. It was awesome. Everything does. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. No, it was a fun environment creatively. So <laughs> what is your, what's your process when writing a song? Like how do, how do you get in the mindset? Um, how do you get from, from zero to hero when you're writing a song? You want me to answer that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he's asking you. Okay. About, yeah. Well, well, if you're a part of it, I'll, you know, tag in. Well, right now sure. with uh, with worship, he since he came on in 2020 uh, full-time, he's really been keeping the hand on the wheel of the worship pastoring. Okay. And what that gave me margin to start stepping into creative. So I'm a little bit of the spark, um, okay. but definitely the process has included him, especially for High Ridge Worship. So... Um, but it kind of started with, um, it was it was kind of my thing, and so and I just knew that it was the right season. But but some of the things that I've learned through the time has been that what I thought I could do on my own was exponentially multiplied when I got into a room talking about songwriting, and you can apply this to lots of things. But I was only getting so far by myself. But once I got with someone who knew what they were doing because there were lots of things that I hadn't learned yet, I it exploded. Collaboration. I was, oh my gosh. That, it's insane. That's how Send Me I'll Go 
happened. And once I started going out and connecting at um, songwriting camps and um, I, once I did that and learned how to co-write, I just started booking people to, um, that I met mm. that I liked and I liked what they were doing. I would ask him to zoom with me and write a song over zoom and got my confidence. And like, I actually, yeah. we're doing okay. You know, I'm not terrible at this and I can trust my instinct. Once I kind of got my feet under me is when I came back to High Ridge and Pastor Tim, he had already heard the first song I'd written, Send Me, I'll Go. And I just was like, I like this song. He was like, and we're going to record it, awesome. so, which was amazing. Yeah. Awesome. That's what gave him the desire. He's the one who came and said he had written this um, sermon series called Greater Than. And it was all about how God's greater than all of our idols. And he started identifying like common idols that we have. Okay. Um, that apply now, not the like bronze idols, but the like yeah, sure. fear of what people think or not yeah. having enough, those things. Um, that's what that series was so powerful. He wanted to write a sermon for Easter called Greater Than the Grave, right? Okay. So he came to me and said, I want you to write a song called Greater Than the Grave. And I had been doing all this work of like working creatively, learning how to collaborate. I said, PT. It's not even a question if we can do this. Yeah. Like, let's set up a time right now. He's musical. He was a worship pastor. Okay, awesome. Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. Yes. Oh, my gosh. He... he we need to get PT on the show. No Come kidding. On. Oh, hey. Oh, okay, yeah. plug, plug, yeah. plug. His new uh, super series that we're doing this fall is called Life in the Sweet Spot, How to Find the Heart of God in Every Circumstance. All right. And we are pumped about right, it. Let's go. Yeah. But anyways, he gave us good direction. He was there. And I, sa I said, I know how to do this. I know how to be in a room, and I know how to listen to people and help them and help a song come together. So that was Chris and PT and I's first time together as a as three yeah. to write together. But um, It was great. Was there ever a moment you said, stop, collaborate, and listen? Ice, Ice is, is back, back with a brand, brand new invention. Oh, Every time you say collaborate, I'm like, I want to say it like, I want to say collaborate. You know, <laughs> like, I want to say it like, Rapid. Nice. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. fast. Rapid. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> kind of, um, you know, talking about my contribution a little bit in this process, I love coming and um, uh, just being a support role. There's not a lot, like, I don't really have, like, lyrically, um, I don't have a lot of ideas, but I love bringing my guitar into one of, into the creative room mm -hmm. and giving, giving some um, uh, musical voice to the writing so it's all so, so for, it's a lot foreign to me. Do you <laughs> it think it really is foreign? Yeah. I'm, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed, and like, who knew there was a writers' camp? You know, I, like, yeah. oh. you know, I mean, like, I, I, I that's like, the first time I'd ever time. heard that, mm -hmm. and and just everything that y'all are saying is really foreign to me because I've just never lived in that world. Mm -hmm. um, but it's super interesting. It's so, so fun. Yeah, yeah. I, yep. I'm all about it. You guys want to write a song right now? <laughs> if we had a guitar, okay. Next podcast. I think this should be a thing where we come in here and at least try to nail a course down. It's or like something. try guys. You know, okay. Yeah. Th the takes people me back. that knew th that know what they're doing can do it with anything. Yeah. Uh, the, no, we could do it. There's, there, there like, was this guy. I'm no longer. Have you scared. ever? I've told you about Zane Williams. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard of Zane? You've Williams? told me about him. Okay. Okay. Uh, when we had we, dinner. Yes, at Doc's. Doc's right. Tacos. Hey, yeah. if you guys haven't been to Doc's Tacos, check it out. Google that guy. He does music Mondays. And yeah. every Monday, the first 10 words that he that he uh, gets 
posted underneath in mm-hmm. there the most unusual, mm-hmm. crazy that words is. you've ever seen. The next Monday he sings the song, yeah. and it is it, like some of his number one hits on the radio are from are that. From that. That's yeah. nuts. Wow. Yeah. I want to inspire somebody today. If you if you know in your heart that you could be labeled as a creative, let's talk about some of the challenges that you guys went through and you as a support role mm-hmm. of taking that and, and knowing that in your heart, but before you were taking action, why weren't you taking action and what spurred you on mm-hmm. to actually taking action? Mm-hmm. Sure. I think it's just like the lie of like, I don't have time or um, just this big scary thing of writing a song. I'm, I'm always like the big picture always kind of scares me sometimes. And so I'm like, uh, I don't know where to start. Yeah. Yeah. Like started. some of those things. I don't know where to start. I don't know inspiration wise. So from your yeah. point of view, you just need, you needed a little bit of guidance of yeah. this is step one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And this, that's where we're going to start. Don't worry about all that other stuff. For sure. What was your, your role in uh, stepping out of your comfort zone? Well, for me, there's always been, and I'm sure a lot of people resonate with this feeling, but I have always felt like there's this large gap between who I am and what type of people get to do all the things that I dreamed of doing. Does that make sense? Yes. Huge gap. There's yes. a big door with a big lock on it, and one of these days somebody's going to tap me on the shoulder and say, Julie, you can sing well enough stand there or you can you can be and it was just like there's no way I could ever do that or um I the way that I feel about myself can't be the way that people who are doing this feel about themselves Mm. and and I I just I just just get rid of all of that okay like what what do you think caused you to feel that way I mean you can name it in terms of like I haven't even had I've had a great upbringing. I did not have like people okay. telling me I could do anything. You don't have anything, anything in your past like no, somebody's holding me down. Just I just made stuff up. I mean, not really, but it's like you, your brain will find whatever to 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 justify why. Surely they're completely different than me. Your brain like, always goes to the comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like what's going to cause me the less stress? So like my big thing was I always felt disconnected from the world because I lived in a small town and I went to a small church. I didn't feel like I was in a place full of opportunity. Okay. And so that felt like a big hurdle to jump over. Mm. Um, and once I started getting inspired and listening and recognizing, I, I, I got to say it's probably started with like extreme ownership or something. Okay. Once I started latching on to the idea that I actually have power over my own steps and that I can do whatever I want to do, I can learn whatever I want to learn, and I can ask for whatever I want to ask for. As Christians, we follow the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to say yes to what God's asking me to say yes to and no if he tells me to say no. But for me to think that there's just, like, this big red tape, yeah, like imaginary red tape that I can't be a, an artist, just the thought of calling myself an artist was like, no way would I ever call myself that. Until yeah. I went to a writing camp, and I w- they were like, you write. And then they were just like, well, yeah, you're an artist. If you're writing music and you're doing it and you're going to release music, then you're an artist. I'm like, right. are you? that's it? You already have that label. Well, then I I, I, get, I get to live in Longview yeah. and, and, and have a day job and do all those things. And so um, for me, it was a lot mental, and I just started asking. I just started, like, confronting those things. I mean, like, wh- why do I think that? And also confronting it with action. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't, but I also, I don't do the thing. I don't say things like I'm a writer. I'm a songwriter. I'm a worship leader. I worship lead. I write songs. I sing. I'm creative. I do all these things, but I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. don't really try to latch too hard onto that. Cause, cause none, none of, well, you know, another thing is, is that none of that is like really who you are. You exactly. Know, who you are is God's like creation. Truly, and I, 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 I was hesitating to say it because I don't want it to sound cliche. Yeah. But I can't emphasize enough how deeply my life is lived that way. Of like, I really do belong to God. Like, I belong right. to Him, and I'm loved by Him, and I'm His child, and everything else is a reflection and a ripple effect of that. That's such a it's such a great example of you know at the end of the day, don't diminish what God has called you to do. And if you feel in your heart that you you are meant to mm-hmm. write songs, mm-hmm. don't convince yourself of something else because it makes you feel comfortable. It doesn't make you step out of your comfort zone. If we are not, and I've, I've gone through this too, and, and it still sneaks up every once in a while. If we are not honoring the Lord with the gifts that he has created us to honor him with, then we are going against his will. And it'll eat you up. It'll tear you, tear, it'll, it'll mess you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If your gifting is to make money, yeah, and you don't do that for God's glory, that's right. and let Him have the, we had a podcast this morning about being generous and making yeah. money for the Lord. And, then yeah. money will eat you up. It will. If yeah. if you're born to 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 write music or to do those things, and you don't do it with God at the wheel, mm-hmm. it'll eat you up, and your identity identity will be all messed up. Yeah. So you're exactly right. Yeah. I, I I think about um, just recognize like I feel like I've always been pretty good at recognizing the gifts that God's given me mm-hmm. and I've uh for the longest time was really bad at using those gifts to honor him uh at least I didn't think that I, I was using it to honor him and and so I was always in this internal battle of trying to figure out what what do I have to do mm-hmm. to flip the script mm-hmm. on my gifts mm-hmm. and begin using them for him rather than for me and mm-hmm. Um, that involved getting very uncomfortable and, and it involved a lot of what you talk about, like, well, I can't do that. Or I, I wasn't made to do that. And mm-hmm. yes, I was, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I yeah. was made who to do that. Who said that? Isn't yeah. that what yeah. God asked Adam and Eve? Who told you? Yes. Who told you that? Yeah. Exactly. I think bringing things down, uh, like getting practical with, with the steps that we take mm. and just being like, okay, if, if I've got five minutes to just be creative. I'm going to use that five minutes yeah. and letting, letting those things not be like, I've got to set aside like a whole day to be creative Mm -hmm. or to do, do those things that God's calling me to do. I think it can be a lot more practical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just settling yourself into either, either the planning process. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of like, well, I have to complete this thing out to the finish from, from right now until I get it done, yeah, and it's like it's it's not it's impossible. It's impossible. Our, our, yeah, life. our lives are, are yeah. not that simple. Mm-hmm. And, and also, I mean, it takes you to when you start following those things. It, it takes you to a point where you're energized as a human being. Mm-hmm. When you fight that stuff, and it's what God created you to be, mm-hmm. those things energize us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just the other day, I realized uh, I've realized this for a while now, but. I was working on a house, trying to get it ready for Airbnb, and one of the things I do is just put out some social media content, make a stupid video, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're good at that. I'm not making what? stupid videos, but <laughs> putting out social media content. Whatever. I'm not offended. 
<laughs> so I'm making the video, just being dumb on the video, singing a, a Disney song or whatever. And I, you know, driving home, I realized like I have a lot of energy, like physically. And then I get home and the energy kind of dissipates because it does wear out. And I'm sitting in front of the computer doing some computer work and doing going like this. Literally fall, fell asleep in front of my computer. But those things that God created us to be fill our cup. Mm-hmm. And it's great for your cup to be full because then you can fill other people's cups. That's yeah. exactly right. And Absolutely. so when we're living in what God created us to do, we're able to make more of a difference. Yes. And so one of the gifts that, that God, we're, we're talking about gifts that God has given you. One of the gifts that God has given you guys is leadership. Mm-hmm. And right. I see... Um, between you two, um, I, I see a dynamic leadership in t- where the two become one with you guys. Sure. But specifically in your church, you guys are building your, your team building. You're focusing a lot on team building right now uh, with a healthy culture and specifically with volunteers. Let's talk about that. Team building with volunteers, building a culture. What what are you guys doing that for, and how's that look? For sure. You know, um, a lot of times uh, you look at ministries and they're kind of built on a face, you know, of like, oh, the, that that's the worship pastor and everybody else is just like behind the scenes or or um, even just um, not, not up front. And so kind of our heart is to be leaders of leaders. And so that's a shift, is a shift in your mindset of like, I'm not going to be here forever. I'm going to turn 80 one day, and I won't be able to lead worship. And, and that's going to be okay, <laughs> and the world's not going to fall apart if I don't yeah. get to sing the song. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, I'm, I'm almost 40, and I still have that energy and excitement to, to lead worship every week. But um, there are younger people. There's generations underneath me that, that um, need to take that mantle. And, and there's so, it's always sad to see so many um, young people leave the church because they didn't have a space. They didn't have a, have a place to serve. Uh, not not that everybody has to be on the stage on a platform. It's for people. It's for certain people. Mm-hmm. But but just our church, our culture is building that, building that like we're we're building this church for our kids and for our grandchildren mm-hmm. uh, to take up the mantle. It's like passing the torch. Yeah, living so, living legacy. You, yeah, you don't want that person that was meant to be on that stage to not yep. know that they were meant to be on that yeah, stage, exactly. you know, and for sure. so I think that's awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a slow process. Um, it's, it's, um, taking care of people, connecting with them for lunch and just seeing how they are. You know, you also, you want people to serve, you want people to volunteer, you want people to, to get into their, into their sweet spot of serving. Um, but you don't want to do it at the, at the cost of, uh, emotional damage or mm-hmm. just, or it being too much. Yeah, or being too much. And so that's... That, that happens a lot in churches is that typically sure. you have about 5 to 10% of the people who are willing to serve and do whatever, and then they now they're doing, they end up doing everything and they get burned sure. out. That's not true at Howard's Longview. That's right. Good. The stats are like 60 to 70% of serve. the church serve. That's awesome. And yeah. lead. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So you t- guys have created a vision. Culture. Well, a culture. our pastor Come came... underneath a really good yeah. vision and culture. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we have an amazing pastor who's super focused on healthy leadership and a healthy church. And uh, he really helped us grow. He really leveled us up when he came. Yeah. We had a lot of the natural giftings and abilities to lead worship, even to pastor. That's like a gifting, like a biblical mm. gifting mandate, those mm-hmm. things. But he gave us practical tools 
on how to give away what we know, how to know when to, to let somebody else go for it. Um, he gave us ways to hold a standard of excellence. That's really hard with volunteers too. Yeah. If you're not paying them, you can't fire them. And that might um, sound harsh. You well, can't fire them. Well, what it, what it feels <laughs> like when it's done badly is it feels like rejection. Right. Instead of it yeah. being they'll like... Never, they won't come back to your church, and most likely they will not yep. go back to church, period. Yes, exactly. Sure. So then the question is, say you've got someone on your worship team that's a very specific skill that you need to have with whatever you're doing. Say someone isn't in the right spot, and they're really not as gifted as they... are. They're, they're not skilled or they're not putting the time in or whatever. The question is not, how do you get them off your team? because mm-hmm. they'll always be on your team because we're the body of Christ. How do you help them find the right place to serve that energizes them, that uses their giftings well? And so it's a completely different mind shift than like a manager just moving people around. So it's yeah. always relationship first. And right. the big thing that uh, Pastor Doug, our executive pastor, who just came on in the last couple months, he's doing such a great job. Um, he's such a like, he's a super intense and driven person. And he, everything. He's he also does. family. He's also my brother-in-law, so I can punch him if I want to. <laughs> no, no, he he's very he's a very strong person, and I and but he's not. Um, what it looks like when a really strong person listens to God and obeys Him is like the most beautiful thing. What he's been teaching us is just don't do anything until you. This might sound like, like no duh, but don't do anything until you ask the Holy Spirit. God, what do you want me to, how do you want me to handle this? Yeah, and typically, like, really strong individuals, it's not a quality that is very widespread. Yeah, they got everything, I got right. this on lock. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. just do what I say. We don't use, we're not wise in our own eyes. We really follow the Lord when we, because real life situations are sticky and tricky sometimes. Yeah. And so, uh, when you're dealing with volunteers, and I say that, I, when I say dealing with volunteers, that sounds so they are our people like God has yeah. given us them to us for us to entrust and also to love and to be friends with. So that's how you can, you can bring that relational aspect into decisions that you have to make and say, and then also saying, how do I unlock their gifting? Yes. And what am I yeah. missing out on? Cause I can't see everything. Yep. We're only seeing this much and there's this much inside of them. That's good. You know? And so instead of micromanaging and trying to control the outcome, it's really just more like we do a lot of asking questions. What's God speaking to you? How can we help you get there? Yeah. You know? I was watching a a YouTube short the other day, and it was about money, but a guy was a millionaire was sitting down with a billionaire, and he said, hey, Wayne, what's the difference between a millionaire and a billionaire? (laughs) And he said, millionaires know how to make money. He said, billionaires know how to help other people make money basically help other people be millionaires and you can relate that to our our christian walk is like a millionaire and a billionaire being able to unlock somebody else's potential will create billionaires in the heavenly kingdom Mm -hmm. um because it is so hard for us to step outside of our own lives for a minute just to look into somebody else's and say right what has the lord blessed you with how can you make the greatest impact? You may not see it, mm-hmm. That's but exactly I right. see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That That is our whole thing. And But here's the thing is we don't do that. It's really God who does it. We really just get to partner with right. God as we encourage people. I cannot man it. When you try to carry that on yourself, I got to get this person to be this good at this or figuring out these issues in their life. None of that. That's the Holy Spirit's job. Mm-hmm. My job is to say, 
I'm going to do, I'm going to say, I'm going to live my life in front of you. I'm going to cheer you on. Um, if you want me to call you out, I will, but only if you ask me to, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. we, we don't take authority where people don't give, give it to us. Um, and anytime I feel in over my head, which is basically starting 2017, I was out farther (laughs) than we've ever been before. I'm like, we're, we're walking on water now. So who knows what's about to happen? (laughs) We have like 40 something people on our team. We serve three services a week. We have student services. We have, um, nights of worship, all those things. It feels so far beyond what we're capable of doing, which is good. You must have some good volunteers. We We do. They are, they are family and they are carrying the load with us spiritually, musically, joyfully, like energy wise, there's just nothing we're doing on our own anymore. That's the thing about volunteers. I mean, like they're, they're not, they're doing it for Jesus. That's right. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, they're doing it for Jesus. They're not getting paid. Mm -hmm. There's, uh, there's serving, yeah, serving the church, just serving. And that's the best kind of people are volunteers. Yeah. They're for the right reason. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Man, okay. Um, if you guys listening or watching want Julie and Chris to be back on the show, leave a comment. Say, hey, we loved you being here. Come on. If you want to kick me and Obi off <laughs> and let these guys run their own show, put it in the comments. <laughs> uh, we're, we're happy to times. we're happy to take a break. You should not have done that. Uh, well, you know what? It's, <laughs> it's, might, it's called the might, uncomfortable. We might be out. It's called I the uncomfortable truth. Feel like the internet's big enough for two podcasts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I love what y'all are doing. This is so cool. Now, when we were at Doc's Tacos, when was it? Three months ago, three or four months, something ago, like yeah. that. Um, literally, I didn't even know you had a podcast. Yeah, I was we were only like hundred episodes in. Amazing! I'm so so. Although impressed. I have sent it to Chris a few times, that was right when we were starting in here. Yeah, it was. I'm kidding. I don't know if I sent it to you or you, not. You did. I'm I sure. did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to say I'm so impressed and I'm so 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 grateful for awesome guys in my hometown that are being leaders, that are becoming who God's called them to be, not belittling your place in uh, the business world as part of the kingdom. Yeah. Because a lot, especially in East Texas, you got the guys who are like, well, I'm not going to come to church, you know, and and this is this, and this is, you know, church stuff is this, and then my work is this. But you guys are crossing those those bridges, and that's what is really building the kingdom. So thank thank you you for doing that. Thanks for living out loud, for talking about your faith out loud. Yeah, uh, that's... um, we feel, we feel yeah. pretty compelled. Yeah, we did. He's we did. Good. What was that? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. No, it's, I mean, it's in true humility that we are able to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's a lot of things that lined up to to make it happen, and it's all God-ordained. Mm-hmm. 100%. And so if uh, if we do anything but give the credit to him, mm-hmm. then, then we're telling a lie. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to tell a lie today that God orchestrated this, and, yeah. and we're amazed to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so He's using it. So glad to have y'all today. This Thank was you. awesome. Super cool. Thanks Thank for having you. Y'all, y'all are some of my favorite people. Y'all know that. Um, we do not get to hang out near enough, but I'm thankful for the times that we do. For cool. sure. So, Thank y'all. Nice. Appreciate y'all being here. Uh, if you would help us reach more people for Jesus, those like, share, subscribe buttons at the bottom. Uh, kick those YouTube algorithms off to join the spider webs of the interwebs. <laughs> subscribe. Yep. Subscribe. All those things. Kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.